When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. And before we get into tonight's episode, a few quick podcast shout-outs. All right, guys, check out the Cult Film Companion podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, the Fan in the Van podcast, the Crime Divers podcast, the Sense of Shelf podcast, the Two Mexicans, One Mike podcast, the Heel Truth, the I Seen It podcast, the Fandivorians, the Hashing It Out podcast, the Geek Gauntlet podcast, the Augusto All Eight podcast, the Smokers Lounge Premium Six podcast, 8750 podcast, the Air Quote Wall Podcast, the Dirty Heels Podcast, the Suns and Shadows Cast, DKN with the Boys Podcast, I Scream, You Screen for Movies Podcast, Two Men, No Hope, the Haunted Tales Podcast, Quad Pro Quo Podcast, Films and Firm Nation Podcast, Vlog Access One on One. Bold Talk by Joe, the Mr. Gentleman's Podcast, and last but not least, guys, the Chime In Podcast. All these podcasts can be found on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and wherever you stream your podcasts. So be sure to check them out. I also have a Good Pods podcast group on Facebook if anybody's interested in joining It's for podcasters and podcast listeners. If you guys love podcasts, we have a bunch of great podcasters in this group. Again, it's called the Good Pods Podcast Group, and you can find it on Facebook. So be sure to check that out as well. All right, guys. Now, I know that today's Wednesday. Normally... I do an episode on Friday, but since, you know, I figured we might as well just do an episode today. There's so much to talk about, but next week we'll be back on the Friday schedule. So next week there will be an episode out on Friday, but I decided to do an episode today, so let's get to it. Alexa Bliss has been 
changing. And by changing, I mean changing character. Now we've seen a darker version of Alexa Bliss in the past. So we know the type of character she was before. But could she potentially be going back to her older gimmick? It's definitely being teased by WWE. In the last few weeks, we've seen Miss Bliss in some sort of trance. And in these backstage segments, we've seen the Bray Wyatt logo pop up behind her several times backstage and even during her entrance on her way to the ring. So could this mean she has ties to Bray Wyatt? Of course. Now, we all know the history of Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss. We all know they have teamed up. We know that Miss Bliss had betrayed Wyatt at WrestleMania. Could Bray Wyatt be targeting her? And if so, what does this mean for the pair? Because it definitely seems like these two may reunite at some point. And this is very interesting. Because Alexa Bliss, ever since you know she came back, She really hasn't done much. We've seen her with the Lily doll. But but this, her supernatural abilities are gone. You know, the, the Lily doll at this point in front of a live crowd has no meaning. So to me, there is no point in doing the Lily gimmick anymore. It was kind of cool in the beginning, but it, it's, it, it quickly died down. And I think what the fans want to see right now is her with Bray Wyatt. Because those two as a pair worked really well together. Some of you may think it was a little silly, and I can understand that. But they were very well together. And, and, and if that's WWE's plan, I'm all for it. Now, I don't know what version of Miss Bliss we're going to see. I assume it's going to be the darker version of herself that we've seen when she was aligned with Bray Wyatt. But Miss Bliss herself had even said in an interview recently that she would like to, you know, evolve her character. Which I think would be really cool.
So could we see a female version of Bray Wyatt? We know that Bray Wyatt plays multiple characters. Could we see the same thing with Miss Bliss? She's wanting to evolve her character. And given that we are in a Triple H um, regime now, that could all happen. And I would love to see Miss Bliss evolve as a character and play multiple characters at once if she could. Anything at this point, I think, would be better than what she's doing now. I like that WWE is teasing something for her. Like I said, the Lily stuff has gotten old. That, that There's no meaning to it anymore. She carries the Lily doll around, but the Lily doll is just there at this point. You know, it, it has no meaning. I don't even think it's brought up by commentary at this point anymore. Like I said, it was cool while it lasted... But we need a storyline for Miss Bliss. We need something going for her. I thought that when she came back that maybe they would pick up on the Lily stuff. Because we had seen vignettes previously in the past of her doing these therapy sessions backstage. But that never led to anything. After those sessions backstage, she quickly disappeared. And then she returned and had the Lily doll, but now it's been forgotten about. But keep in mind, this was all during, you know, Vince McMahon still in charge. And Vince McMahon really messed a lot of stuff up before he left. So Triple H is basically fixing everything, as I've said numerous times. So giving Miss Bliss her old gimmick back, you know, the darker version of herself, I think is the right way to go. I think a darker version, a, a heel version of Miss Bliss needs to happen. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a a, a darker version, a, a, you know, like we've seen before. It, it could be any version. It could be the goddess. It could be anything. Anything is better than what she's doing now. But it definitely seems like, you know, we we, we could be getting a reunion with Bray Wyatt somewhere down the road. There are still rumors of the Wyatt Six going around. You know, we don't know what they're going to do with Bray Wyatt. He's feuding with LA Knight right now. But there hasn't been a match announced yet. Which is smart by WWE because you don't want to overuse a character like Bray Wyatt. You know, you, you don't want to put him in a match every week on SmackDown. You can't overuse a unique character like Bray Wyatt. And, and and I I could see them doing this with Alexa Bliss. You know, 
if they're going to bring that character back, the evil version of herself, you can't overexpose something like that. So I like that WWE is slowly teasing this. You know, she's right now she's still fun-loving Miss Bliss. She's still a babyface. But each week we are slowly seeing more and more of a change coming. And a lot of this we've seen before when Bray Wyatt, you know, transformed Alexa. We've seen it week by week. We've seen Alexa Bliss changing. And a lot of the stuff we've seen in the past, we're seeing now. And like I said, there's still a lot of history between Miss Bliss and Bray Wyatt. Keep in mind, she betrayed him at WrestleMania. So could he be targeting her? Or could he be trying to reunite with her? I have no idea. But like I said, anything is better. Any gimmick for her is better than seeing her stuck in a tag team division with Asuka. Not saying Asuka isn't a great female competitor because she is. But I feel like given the gimmick that Miss Bliss has... I feel like she should be, you know, pushed a little further than what she is. She should not be in the tag team division. There's so many feuds that I could see her in as a singles competitor. And I think at this point they need a heel to face Bianca. And I think WWE is slowly planting the seeds. For an Alexa Bliss Hill turn, setting up Bianca versus Bliss at whatever pay-per-view they have next. You know, maybe the Elimination Chamber. I think that's next. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. But uh, they're doing something. And I, I like the direction they're going. I do think Miss Bliss has a bright future. I would like to see her evolve her character. You know, we've seen the goddess. We've seen, you know, dark bliss. Who knows what else we could see. You know, Vince McMahon, he messed up a lot of stuff. And I think the... The Bliss and the Lily Doll stuff was one of them, you know, because it seemed like, you know, they knew how to book her during the pandemic. They gave her all these supernatural abilities. Okay, but now, you know, a lot of the stuff she did during the pandemic, you know, you can't do in front of a live crowd. So they go the Lily route. You know, they give her this doll. 
without really much of an explanation of where this doll came from. Now we we've said we've heard in therapy sessions that well, Billy was a doll she's had when she was a kid. And that Lily is possessed somewhat. Now, honestly, I think the whole thing was silly to begin with, but that's just my opinion. I don't know. And I, and I honestly think they had no idea how to book Alexa Bliss and the Lily doll. I think there was even a... Alexa, stop. Sorry, my device went off. Alexa, stop. Sorry, the device went off again. There's a reason I say Miss Bliss, because I hate this device. It's been like an ongoing thing in this podcast. It's, I gotta quit doing my podcast in the living room. It's my own fault. But anyway. I feel like WWE had no idea how to book the Lily doll. And at one point, they even pitched an angle for the Lily doll to come to life and become a real person, maybe even a different version of Alexa. So I honestly have no clue what WWE is going to do. It definitely seems like they're going to reunite Bray Wyatt and Miss Bliss, given all the hints backstage and with Alexa Bliss going into a trance of some sort, much like the trance we've seen in the past. I expect her to turn on Bianca and Asuka at some point, setting up maybe a Bianca and Bliss feud down the road because like I said they need a top heel and what better person to do that than Miss Bliss because we've seen her as a heel before now with the likes of you know Ronda Rousey feuding with someone else Charlotte Flair being gone they need a top heel right now And, you know, I think Miss Bliss would be a a decent heel. And I know she'd be a good heel because we've seen her as a heel. And as much as I'm a fan of Bianca, I would love to see Miss Bliss get that title again and have a decent run. Because with the character work she's been doing... The last several years with Bray Wyatt and this Lily stuff that they put on her, she deserves a title run. She should not be stuck in the tag division. But I definitely think a gimmick change is coming at some point, and I'm excited for it. All right, guys, lastly, I want to talk about a hashtag that was um, going around. It was trending on Twitter the other night, 
and the hashtag was Fire Ronda Rousey. Now, I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest Ronda Rousey fan. I hate her matches. I don't care for her promos. But I don't think WWE should fire her. You know, she is a top heel. I don't like that Shayna has to take a back seat to Rousey. Because it seems like Shayna has taken a back seat to everyone. When really it should be Shayna Baszler getting her opportunity for the Women's Championship. We've seen Rousey champion plenty of times. It was a breath of fresh air when Liv Morgan won the title. But I think fans are getting restless with Rousey. We know she's not that great. And, you know, some of you might think I'm being harsh, but I, I can't be the only one that feels this way. But I don't think they should fire her. I think she does need promo work. You know, um, I will say one good thing about her. I do like the the MMA aspect they throw into her character because she is a former UFC champion. So I do like the fact that they kind of book her like a female Brock Lesnar, in my opinion. You know, slamming their, her opponents all around. I do like that part of her. But I also felt like when she faced Shotzi Blackheart, I felt like they should have booked Shotzi to at least look good in that match. You know, Shotzi made Ronda look strong. I mean, of course, because, you know, Ronda's, you know, a top heel. And I think she is the women's champion right now. I could be wrong. I don't know. It's hard to keep track anymore. But, um... I, I do think the way they hyped that match up, that Shotzi should have had a much better match than what I expected it to be. But either way, I'm not the biggest fan of Rousey. I don't think they should fire her, but she definitely needs work. I mean, she's been on WWE for how many years now? I mean, it's just time to get it together at this point. I liked her as a UFC fighter. Don't get me wrong. I did. But I just think she struggles on the mic. And I think the fans are just tired of the same old thing. And I feel like WWE is building towards maybe Charlotte versus Ronda again.
because it's rumored that Charlotte will return at some point. And obviously they're going to book Charlotte in a major match. Because when don't they? Charlotte's always booked in a title match. She's had numerous title opportunities. So I can almost guarantee you that Charlotte will have a championship match against Rousey at some point. Elimination Chamber maybe. Maybe they're setting something up for Mania. I don't know. But who knows. But I don't think they should fire her. She just needs work. Dominic Mysterio is another one that needs work. Okay, but I'll get into him maybe next week. We'll, you know, we'll talk about him next week. We'll talk about his heel character and, and go from there. Because I don't like what WWE is doing with him as well. Um, and it's not necessarily WWE is. It's it's, and it's it's not not even no. It's not even WWE. I shouldn't say that. It's. You know, he's a kid. And he is struggling to get over as a hill. He's just not convincing enough. They got him looking like a sissy hill. You know, hiding behind Rhea Ripley. Damien Priest. And then he cuts his promos, and it's all we see is a kid. That's why I feel like they should put him down at NXT. I think he can work on his promo skills. He's good in the ring. I've always thought Dom was good in the ring. But he's, he's definitely just not convincing as a heel. Now, mind you, like I said before, this is his first run as a heel. So maybe we all should cut him some slack. But this stuff with him and Ray is getting old. I wish they would just drop this storyline. I thought that they would have whenever they moved Ray to SmackDown. But now it seems like things are heating back up. With Dominic attacking Ray at, at his house. And that goofy whole... Uh, angle or segment or whatever. What I found funny about it was when Ray opened the door, he had his mask on. <laughs> okay, this is supposed to be a Thanksgiving dinner. Why is he eating with his mask? That that was just funny to me. And then the whole time Ray is getting attacked, his family is just sitting at the table. Nobody jumps up to help Ray. It's almost like they don't even want to be a part of the storyline either because they know how ridiculous it is. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It, it's just that was funny to me. If if WWE, they want to make Dom look convincing as a heel, then don't have him hide behind Rhea Ripley. If I was WWE, I would keep Dom away from the mic. Let him build up on his promo skills, on his facial expressions, because like I said, he does not look convincing at all. 
And then when he feels confident enough to come out there as a heel, then put him on the mic. You know, it could just be because he looks so young that, that we can't take him serious. You know, and, and it's hard to say that because when you look at Dom, yes, he looks like a kid. But WWE is kind of, you know, booking him like a, like a little boy. And this whole storyline with Rey Mysterio, it's like a teenage son back-talking his father. Or a teenage son that got grounded and he's disobeying his father and the father's not doing anything about it. It's just, it's, it's, it's goofy. I, I, I give props to Dom and Ray for, you know, trying to make this work. But it's just not working. I don't think the fans are getting behind it. I've said it week. I've said it every week. You know, Dom, he's not that convincing as a heel. They need to keep him away from the mic. Quit quit having him hide behind Rhea Ripley and, and Priest. That doesn't make him look good as a heel. Now, I get that's what heels do. But when this kid is struggling to get over and he latches on to Rhea Ripley like, you know, that's his mother, supposedly. <laughs> He's calling her mommy. And we're supposed to take him serious as a heel? I don't know. But, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully things progress with him, I don't know. But who knows at this point? As much as I like Judgment Day in the beginning, I'm, they're, they're kind of fizzling out for me. I'm, I'm a big fan of Finn Balor. Damian Priest is okay. I like Rhea Ripley. Not the biggest fan of Dom as a heel. It's just, I don't know. Judgment Day, a lot of people like Judgment Day. I don't know how I feel at the, at this point, you know. With the whole Edge feud that just drug on for so long, and I feel like we haven't seen the end of it. I think I've just lost interest in the Judgment Day, and I and I might be the be the only one that says that. I don't know. But what are your thoughts? Do you feel the same way? Do you think Judgment Day is slowly, you know, kind of fizzling out at this point? That they're not being taken serious anymore. And it could be because, you know, Dom joined and people were kind of, you know, laughing at that. When you look at the Judgment Day, you look at them as a top heel faction. And then you have somebody like Dom coming in there. Looking like this sissy heel that he is. Hiding behind people. I get that's what heels do. But when you look at the whole gimmick, the Judgment Day gimmick, you know, they're supposed to be these dark people. They're supposed to be these these scary people that, these scary hills that, you know, take out everybody, you know, and, and they're supposed to be feared. And now they throw Dom in this and it, it, it doesn't look good. It, it makes them, you know, kind of a joke at this point. Whenever... 
Finn Balor took out Edge. And, and you know, it was just Priest, Finn Balor, and Rhea Ripley. Judgment Day looked good. And even Judgment Day looked good with Edge, you know. I think if Judgment Day had a leader, another member besides Dom, or if Judgment Day could even turn on Dom, that would be good. Maybe they can get Joe Gacy or somebody in there to to fill Dom's place. That would even be cool. I think Joe Gacy would fit that role perfectly. As many people compare him to Bray Wyatt, I don't really get the comparison. But it makes sense. But I don't know, guys. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this whole Judgment Day stuff and Dominic Mysterio? Let me know on Twitter. You know, follow me at AustinBoyer25. My Twitter handle is BrayWyattFan24. Give me a follow. Send me a direct message. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Because it is interesting. I want to thank you guys real quick. Um, I saw my Spotify wrap up today as many of others did. And my podcast was listed into 14 countries. And, you know, I have like 91 million minutes or something. It said something like that. I'm not good with this technology stuff, guys. I'm 26, but listen, it, you know, this technology stuff just isn't for me. Once I figured out Spotify... And how things work on Spotify to be so much easier, but technology is not for me, guys. <laughs> but anyways, I want to thank you guys for listening to my podcast on Spotify. The numbers look great. You know, I'm very happy, very pleased with how many people, you know, in different countries are listening. People that I never even knew were listening. Um, it's amazing, and I want to thank each and every one of you for listening each week. And I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in every week I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys so thank you guys so much for listening to Wrestling World I never thought that in, you know I'd, I'd be doing podcasting for this long and seeing everything that I accomplished on Spotify just in this year it only pushes me to do more and you know that's some of the reason why I, I released this episode today because And and actually, I say today, but it's actually 12.07, you know, in the morning. So Thursday, really. But um, that's a lot of the reason why I released this episode today, because I was so thrilled with the numbers and, and the people that were listening. It makes me want to do more. Spotify said that I put out 85% more content than, than the original creator. It said that I had 1,900 and some minutes of content. That's awesome. And that makes me want to put out so much more content for you guys. So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you listening. Tune in next Friday for a new episode of Wrestling World. We are back on the original schedule. I will have a new episode after SmackDown. 
So be sure to tune in next Friday at 10 o'clock. Check it out. Have a nice day, guys. God bless and good night.